What's up, folks, and welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon, and joining me this week is our co-host, Mamats Mamats. Say what's up to the people. Okay, let me try this. Um, welcome, Fungi Fam, to our weekly podcast, Shitake Podcast. You know, <laughs> I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna make fun of you. I'm not gonna make fun of you because you actually did some homework. So yes, of course, it was better than half of what I heard in the damn podcast and the in the and the show. So to explain <laughs> to everyone, this week we are reviewing. Switch tabs uh, here. This week we are reviewing Senryu Girl. Uh, mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, a Senryu. I pull up the definition too because I don't even know what the hell it was either. Semiryu is oh a my. Japanese form of short, similar to haiku in construction, three mm-hmm. lines with 17 more, which I assume are syllables. Yes. Uh, they tend to be about human foibles. Human nature. Like foibles. Um, foibles. Human, yeah. While haiku tend to be about nature, and Semiryu are often cynical or darkly humorous, while haikus are more serious. So that is a Senryu. We are watching Senryu Girl. But before mm-hmm. we dive into Senryu Girl, um, Watch already sent us the question of the week, which we are going back to Ranker.com, much to yeah. my dismay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to have a topic I feel uniquely uh, qualified to discuss in this world of anime. And that is the yeah, best is English dub anime of all time. This is so I get to go through and decide was this dub good? Was it good? Was it terrible? I don't know. (laughs) Now, personally, anime in English dub, so Channon over there made me out of convenience like to watch in English dub, I guess. I do okay, so I'm always tied because I don't have a lot of time. I got two kids, I got a wife, I got a job. I have to juggle. So if I can watch anime and not have to read and just he- listen to it and still follow the story and everything, then it makes it a little bit easier for me. I can get through more anime. Of course, I grew up in the States. I started on dubbed, found subbed when I was older. I've got no problem with either one. I don't want to hear all that bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that bullshit, okay? We're not doing that. Each one is fine. Uh, sure, there are some horrible-ass dubs out there. God knows I've seen some. Oh, there's but a lot. I do appreciate dubs, just like I appreciate subs. So, mm-hmm. we're just going to go through this and see, are these dubs really that good, or are they even anywhere near being called the greatest of all time? Which is a stretch in and of itself. But it's coming from Breaker.com. <laughs> Not really going to put a whole lot of stock into this list. Wow. So, uh, throw Ranker under the bus again. So, I always throw Ranker under the bus, dude. They're on the other one, too. Um, so, they're, they're basically <laughs> putting it at which English voice actors really got it right. And then this is voted on by the fans. So, we know oh, there's going to be that little bit of bias and people who really don't know why they're voting if it's got, like one of the greatest of all time or not. So, we're just going to have to check it out and see what they say. So we're going to go ahead. I'm assuming this is in order. Let's, you want to just run the top 10? So this goes all yeah, the way sure. past 100, I think. Nah, top 10 or them. top 20? Top 10 is okay. No, we got to do 20. We got to do 20. 
20. All right, let's go. Okay. So we're going to try to keep it short. We're not going to try to make this take up too much time. Um, so number 20, <laughs> we've got Tokyo Ghoul. I did watch Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, da, 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 da. I watched it dubbed. I don't think it should be this high. Well, it wasn't terrible. I don't think the character, like the voice actors they chose for some of the characters, were really all that great. I really wasn't feeling it. Um, I mean, Tokyo Ghoul is such a, a dark, a dark anime. So I, I don't is, know if the voice but, actor managed to bring that character like. Right, they the didn't bring that that right feel to it. And I will say something that uh, dubbed have a problem with that you don't see typically in uh, in Japanese voiceover artists is the mm. limited talent pool. So we have a very limited pool of talent, not because no one wants to do it, because the industry is very hard to kind of get into and to um, break through the door with. Um, so you'll see, like, I'll hear a ton of different voices that have played all my favorite characters and a bunch of different anime. Like I have cartoons where there was a there was a cartoon back in the day called Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and the character that played I think his name was Rolf, uh, who was a I don't remember where they said he was from, but he was a foreign-born kid who came here, so he had a really thick accent, and everyone knows him for you dare what is it you dare mock the son of a shepherd is like his greatest line that everyone remembers. Come to find out, that was fucking Goku for the English oh dub. So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So you'll find a ton <laughs> of your favorite voice artists, uh, your favorite voices do a ton of different work, not because they're necessarily the greatest of all time, but because it's a very tight industry and it's very hard to get into. So when I say I don't think they chose the right voice for it, it's because... There may have been a great voice, but it's a very small pool. Um, that is changing yeah. now. It is changing now. It is. It has been expanding over the last few years, um, but it is still a very. It's still on the smaller side, especially as when we get to like major shows. So like your Tokyo Ghouls, your Sword Art so shows that they know are going to be hyped to hell, where they have the bigger budget they tend to lean towards more established voices. So it does reduce the pool of potential people to better match that character. So a little bit of a tangent there, but I don't think that Tokyo Ghoul they used the right voices for that one. Um, Sword Art Online, I watched that one subbed because I was not waiting for the dub to come out. Uh, Shield Hero... That one was subbed because I wasn't waiting again. How not to summon the Demon Lord was subbed. This is why I wanted to go to 20 because there's going to be some issues with shows I watched subbed and not dubbed, and I haven't rewatched them. Fairy Tale, Fairy Tale, Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale was subbed. Attack on Titan, I watched dubbed. Um, That one actually did very well. Attack on Titan is sitting at rank 14. I would put it. Mm-hmm. I would put it somewhere in there. Uh, again, I'm ranking strictly voices. I'm not ranking the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. We are not ranking the show. Yeah, <laughs> show is yeah. a different. Um, yeah, I think. it'd be lower on the list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But I think the voice actors they chose for Attack on Titan did a great job of portraying, like, the despair and the darker nature of this show. I, I, I actually really did enjoy the voice actors for this one. Uh, High School so DxD was definitely Did they manage to use the same uh, voice actor throughout the, like, so many seasons of Attack on Titan? The ones that I saw, yes. But I did not, I have not finished Attack on Titan, and I probably will not finish Attack on Titan. Um, <laughs> and when I did watch it, it was a great deal of time in between because I started sub and I switched to dub when I rewatched season one, two, no, season two, three, and then the beginning of season four. Um, yeah. I stopped. The final I season. stopped watching because they. We're gonna, no, fuck that. It's not the final season. Um, <laughs> we're not doing final season part 17, uh, fucking section 7. No, fuck that. Um, so I didn't watch the final season in dub. I watched it in sub. So I don't know if they kept the voices all the way through. Um, but the voices that I did come across when I did rewatch it definitely did a fantastic job. Definitely uh, portrayed the darkness in the show and the strain mm-hmm. and the anger. Like, it was all great. I loved it. Like they had, they did a fantastic job. Uh, DXD was definitely subbed. Brotherhood, Brotherhood. I have strictly watched both Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, what was that? Rights of Shambhala. The movie. The movies. Um, uh-huh. Everything I've watched for Full Metal has been in. I love. Edward and Alphonse's voice actors. They okay. had like I they did a perfect portrayal of that, uh, like of the brotherly connection kind of thing. Like, and yes, I know we're watching the show and the show's conveying that, but also when you hear the way that Edward calls for his brother when something's going wrong with Al, you feel the emotion there. They did such a fantastic job with this show. Like it definitely belongs. I'd say I would probably put this higher up than the number 12 spot. Um, okay. Just because of how good the voice actors were for me. Yeah, I mean, that is the hard thing to tackle, though. When you, like, do a dub of something, whatever it is, like an anime, movie, or whatever, it is hard to, like, give, like, the best portrayal of that character, right? Like, to bring the character, right, to, to the point that where you feel like attached to that character that is hard to come by in my opinion when you do like a different language dub see but i don't know if it's necessarily even a language barrier thing i think it's hard to do period and voiceover work because you're not expressing through the face you're solely expressing this through the voice of uh, of the actor so it's harder to convey an emotion without the visual cue of a person's face. So, like, for myself, I'll use myself as an example. I do, and I, we've talked about this before, I do my haunted houses. Mm-hmm. The voice I do when I'm when I'm scare acting, it's very hard for me to do and to be in character without my mask on. Because I'm so used to that being the catalyst for the shift in my personality. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. when people ask me to do my sounds without my mask, I have to think, how the hell did I do that? Because I don't have that catalyst or that switch to cause the to cause the change. With actors, 
they're they're going into their voices, they're emoting with their with their face and their the movements they do and all of that helps to convey the emotions that they're trying to portray. It's a, it's a similar kind of situation. Um, so it's hard not to do like not to rely on the face that you face on your head to convey the emotions. Yes, the the animation can provide context for what's going on and can give you the visual part of it. But if you don't believe the voice, you're not going to be attached to it. The voice is what really lends that that emotional connection to the audience for what's going on. And it, it's, it is hard to do. It is absolutely hard to do. But I don't think it's a matter of dubbed um, from another language or if it's from if it's done in the native language of the person that made it. I mean, for me, sometimes it, it depends on if the actors like do their homework, right? I mean, if they watch the whole right. show and like be in the story itself, you feel the story itself. I think by then, then they can really like uh, master that character and like fully utilize that um, acting, I guess, towards that character. But See, nowadays, I, I don't know. Maybe they I, don't have time to watch anime and just go straight to to the job and just do whatever. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know well, you know, it, it may be that they never that they never read the mangas or or any yeah. the source material, but they're still yeah. able to convey that kind of feeling and emotion, and that that's where you got skill. <laughs> that yeah. is a skill. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it literally shows understand. in the show that they are portraying in. Okay. Um, number 11, we have Jujutsu Kaisen. Can't speak on it. I watched it sucked. Uh, okay. Now we're going to get into some controversial shit. Naruto <laughs> and Naruto Shippuden are 10 and 9 spots. These mm. do not belong here. Why not? I'm sorry. They don't. Because the, <laughs> while, while the voice actors are skilled, I mm-hmm. never once we take that back. All right. Roll that back. <laughs> only once. Only once. And I will preface this. This part is specifically on. Uh, this part is on. Is for, okay. So for Naruto, we're going to separate these. For Naruto, I never felt like that hardcore emotional connection to it, to one of the characters. Um, while their voice acting was good and had, like, I like the characters, I like the, the comedic timing. Um, I didn't get any emotion. I didn't get any emotions from the characters in the show. That could be because of the material, because mm-hmm. Naruto is a lighter series. Um, but I did. I the voice acting for me never stood out in this show. Um, now going to Shippuden, I have mm-hmm. not finished Shippuden. I am in the middle of the Great Ninja War. God knows when I'm going to finish this. Um, <laughs> that being said, there is only one time where the voice actors and their portrayal had me in my feelings in the show. And mm-hmm. that is when Awesome Sensei got killed. Oh, my. That part, huh? The, my feels were, I was a tag, like, you done killed my uncle right now. You got, you got me fucked up. <laughs> Like 100%. I was, I was, I was on one when they killed Asuma Sensei. Um, 
But that was the only time. So I don't think it belongs in the top 10. Um, I don't think it belongs in the top 20. Um, again, this is not, mind you, this is not, none of this is a slight on the voice actors in these shows. I mean, the this voice behind Naruto is also a, a female, right? A female voice actress, right? Yeah, but that's never, that, that for me, that doesn't matter. Um, growing up, every male character, because when I, I, I watch cartoons to, even to this damn day, almost mm. all male characters and that are young children, like prepubescent, are voiced by women in the States. Yeah. I can't speak to Japan. Um, so I, I'm a, I, am a, I am an early millennial, like late Gen X, depending on when you want to set the classification. Um, so I grew up early 90s, like I was watching TV early 90s, late 80s. So shows like uh, Rugrats, Tommy Pickles was voiced by a girl. Chucky Finster was voiced by a girl. Uh, Phil and Lil were voiced by a girl. Um, or a woman, sorry. Um, so majority of the, young, of the young male characters were voiced by women. It never bothered me. It's just you can't really get a guy's voice to go that kind of soft and high-pitched to get that, like, young, innocent sound to him. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a how it is. So, but it's, for me, it's not about the skill of voice actors. This is purely based on who I think these are some of the greatest performances of all time. Mm. Um, same way we would rank uh, films. If, like, you have, do you think this film, Dances with Wolves, is one of the greatest films of all time? Well, I have to compare it to other films that come out. Do I think that someone else did it better? For Naruto, people did it better. The voice acting, there were voice actings that were better. Um, again, not to say that they weren't good voice actors, that they didn't do a great job. It's just that I have to focus on how did I have develop a connection to the voice that was in the show. And yeah, we I, also and, need and, to, to look I, like to the overall story that all of the voice actors have been like pouring their soul into, right? I mean, Naruto is a big series. So Naruto is a huge series, but series is mainly centered around ten main voices. I'd say ten. Um, you guys got Naruto. They will recycle. They will recycle all of the other other voices in there, huh? All right. Well, we got hold on. We got Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, Kakashi, Kakashi, Ino, Shoji, Shikamaru, Hinata. Neji. What's he not just cousin? Neji, thank you. Neji. Yeah. Guy. The, uh, Nane, Guy Sensei. Yeah. Rockley. Uh, oh, um, uh, Jiraiya. Jiraiya, Sunade, Orochimaru. Orochimaru. Um, and that's kind of it. That is the core. I mean, that's that, that, that's more was, like Gara and uh, from, from the other. Country, right, but, the, but Gara does pop-ups. He pops in and out, but the show doesn't mm-hmm. center around them. The main part of the story is told with those 14 voices, with other people popping in and out. Yeah. Like I would even say, like the other teams would pop in and out, um, the same way Gara would. But because they're in the Leaf Village, we see them more often. I added them in there. So the main story, the main voices are are like 14 or 15 voices that we hear all the time. Um, 
I think other shows did the voices better. They created more of a connection. They immersed you more in the story than they did in Naruto. So, but we, we didn't spend too much time on Naruto. Let's keep it moving. Um, <laughs> Hunter Hunter. Uh, Hunter Hunter, I watched dubbed. So, or sorry, I watched yes. dubbed, so I can't comment. I thought you watched Black it in dub. Oh, you watch it, you, you yeah. show in dub. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I watched it in Hunter Hunter. I didn't find Hunter Hunter until 2006 is when I found Hunter Hunter. Um, yeah. This is a remake, 2011. Oh, sorry, not 2006, 2016. Black Clover, Black Clover I watched up. Um, how was Astas? I don't think the whole is it annoying um, as in the original Japanese? This, there, some of it's very annoying. <laughs> some of it's very annoying. Um, but I, it definitely doesn't belong at the number seven spot. It doesn't have like the best voice acting um, ever. Like in comparison to everything that's ever been dubbed, it doesn't belong in the number seven spot. It just doesn't. Um, <laughs> Like, it, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, it's a silly show, but there are emotional points in the show. I did not get my emotions into the show through the voice, like, through the connection to the voices. It just wasn't fair. Um, I, mean, I, I watched yeah, it great in, show. In, in, great in Japanese, but yeah, this show doesn't really connect with the emotional part really well, in my opinion. So I don't blame you on that part. Right. Um, Assassination Classroom. That one wasn't so. Uh, One Punch Man, sub. Um, Don Machi, sub. Tommy got reincarnated as a slime, sub, because I need to watch that shit as it comes out. Uh, My Hero, dubbed and subbed. All right. I've watched the show in both. Um, you watch... Usually you, you are not okay with that. I've gotten better. You better I'm trying to get better all the time. <laughs> and it's not as jarring with some of the voices they chose on each side. Like, yeah. so you, you brought up Yu Yu Hakusho earlier. Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah. I can't do to this day because the voices <laughs> they chose for Yusuke in the English dub and the Japanese are so different. It's so much higher pitched. Like, I'm, I'm fairly certain that his voice actor is female in Japan. It is such a drastic no, no. change that I can't. It's a guy. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. Let's look it up. I'm looking up now. I'm already typing. Oh, side note. This is specifically for the film. This is I mean, specifically for the film. Still, they, they use the same guy <laughs> in Japanese. They don't change the voice actor. It says Sas, uh, Nozomu Sasaki. I gotta go old school, I gotta way back here. Uh, here we go. So, fiction drama, there's 11 mentions for Haku Show. So, we got, uh, uh, that's one of the films, and the other film. Yeah, it looks like he did, he did the movie. Yeah, it's a guy. Why is his voice no, so no. high? I, Why is his voice so high? 
it is the same thing with Black Clover, right? This this character is just becomes like so annoying and so high spirited and try to convey that type of character, I guess. But it is less annoying than Asta from Black Clover. <laughs> I've never listened to Asta in Japanese, so I can't say. But oh Asta, my! This is designed to be pretty annoying regardless. Oh. So I don't know. Oh my! If you watch it in original Japanese, you cannot. Oh, you cannot go past like first episode. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Okay, you're gonna make me go watch Black Clover in Japanese. How are you? Oh my! Even I cannot Gosh. handle it, man. It, it it becomes better after like four or five episodes, but yeah, the first the first episode is just oh too much. Ah, just that'll be an interesting challenge. Uh, back to my hero, because <laughs> we're almost done with this. Um, yeah. you already getting segue left and right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So my hero, uh, watch it subbed and dubbed. Uh, the voices aren't that different. Um, All Might is definitely more entertaining and more impactful for me in the dub than mm-hmm. in the sub, than in the original Japanese. And I've watched uh, the final fight between him and All for One, where he pulls out the final attack and bids farewell to uh, um, One for All, um, mm-hmm. and does the United States of Smash. And I gotta tell you, I was feeling it in my soul watching the English dub versus the original Japanese. And don't get me wrong, the original Japanese actor did a great job, but it just hit differently in that dub. So I think it definitely earns its place on this list. I don't know if I put it at the number two spot, um, but definitely belongs on this list, 100%. Um, Number one is The Seven Deadly Sins. Did you watch the show at all? I've watched the show up until the was it the third or fourth season with the oh, after the Ten Commandments are freed and um what's his name uh what's that main I character? I believe that is season show? four. I believe. Yeah, when he goes back. Um, yeah. Yeah, I watched up to there and I left. I fell out halfway through because. God, this show got convoluted and, and fucking off the rails. Yes. This does not belong in the number one spot at all. <laughs> like, the best voice acting in this show, and this is actually a positive, like, I love this voice acting, is Escanor in his power form. Oh, my. Like, all right. That, that dude, guy. I, I believe he will burn me to a crisp in the noonday sun kind of shit. Like, absolutely top tier. Um, other than that, no, it doesn't belong on this list. If it were up to me, and yes. I'm sure my age, like, bug right now. Mm-hmm. If it were up to me, and I had to pick a show off the top of my head that would belong in the number one spot on this list, that mm-hmm. for me is going to Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop? Out of them all. Wow. There's no Cowboy Bebop. Jet, Spike, mm-hmm. Faye, uh, not Ayn, uh, Edward. Edward, the voice actors for those characters were so good. So good. They were perfect. Like Spike mm-hmm. in the way he talked, like 
Jet, like I like Jet reminded me of like my uncle who was like who was grizzled <laughs> and seen some shit. And it's like I felt like they were real. Like those voice actors did such a fantastic job with that anime. Um and I think that's where this list becomes the problem. And this is okay. what this is why I tend to have a problem with ranker lists to begin with, is because this is for the younger crowd. So yeah. I don't I don't think there's going to be a lot of 30 plus doing one of these lists. <laughs> I don't. Like we got shit to do. <laughs> I mean, they so, can sabotage this whenever they want, right? Because they have the upvote and the downvote. Yeah. Yeah, it, everything moves up and down. But I'm look. I'm going to look for something that's older than 20 years. So I'm just going to scroll through uh, until I find something that's older than 20 years. <laughs> talk about yourself. Feel free to talk about yourself. It is tw- uh, nope, not that one. Ah, found it. Ah, guess what? The first. Okay, so the spot is number twenty-nine mm-hmm. for me to reach twenty years over twenty years old. Guess what the show is? <laughs> I don't know. Cowboy Bebop. Oh my! It's number twenty-nine. <laughs> Number 29, the only show that is older than 20 years. I almost had to stop because Bleach was on the list, but Bleach yeah, hasn't hit 20 years yet. Also, almost, but Bleach yeah. just came out again. So there's yeah. a new, younger audience that has seen Bleach. Mm-hmm. Literally, the next show is 2008, uh, 14, 2006. Huh. I have to go all the way to 41 after that. And this doesn't belong high on this list at all. <laughs> at all. Uh, because that's Dragon Ball Z. That is on here because Dragon Ball oh. Z fanboys are Dragon Ball Z fanboys. We gotta do what we do. The next on this list <laughs> is number 44, Full Metal original Full Metal Optimist, followed by Spirited Away and One Piece at 47. Nothing older than 20 years made it anywhere near the top 20. Which tells me that there's most likely an age bias in this list. Because um, there's no way in the hell Naruto was a better voiceover job than the original Full Metal Alchemist or Spirited Away, um, Cowboy Bebop, Death Note. All right. Uh, so if it is up for, um, to you, man, um, if to, to our audience who like, wants to know like, the best English dub anime of all time, According to your opinion, what is it, man? Honestly, for me, it's Cowboy Bebop. It, mm-hmm. it really is definitely, definitely in the absolute top five for me for voiceover work um, because of how well the characters fit. Because Cowboy Bebop is all about jazz. The music in it is all jazz. The episode titles are... Um, Music or jazz music, I believe they are titles in jazz music. The characters' voices flow like jazz. The way they mm-hmm. talk, the way they interact, it it melds so well with it that Cowboy yeah. Bebop for me is definitely in my top five for voice acting. Period. Um, I would probably say Trigun um, as well. Oh, Trigun, because of how well Dash the Stampede. This is the original. Don't bring that remake shit up to me. Um, I haven't watched it. How, 
Is it? That, that, I haven't either, but it's completely different. It is very, very different. <laughs> and I'll leave that for the kid. All right. Um, but the way that Vash, the voice acting of Vash the Stampede, and Billy, I think it's the tall one, uh, the tall mm-hmm. insurance agent, when she loses Wolfwood, that voice acting was amazing. Vash, seeing his switch between his silly, stupid self to his serious, pain self, yeah. is beautiful. Um, Are they using the same voice actor for that character? Yeah, yeah. The when the actor. when the switch happened, yeah, oh, it's, oh. it's literally him being like, because and, and, and <laughs> I don't know if this is in the same in the original language, but he does this catchphrase where it's like. Um, Love and peace, love and peace, and it's really stupid. In the English, yeah, they, whatever, whatever. we cringe at it, we cringe so hard. But then to see him go from that to the pained voice of, of when something goes wrong and he knows people have died simply because he was there, <laughs> it's such a drastic change. It's so great, yeah, that, yeah. So those are two that, off the top of my head, should mm-hmm. be at the top of this list. But they're not. Damn. And I think that has a lot to do with the age and a lot of fanboy kind of fuckery. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z should not be on this list at all. I love Dragon Ball Z. It's the reason I'm into anime now. But it does I not mean, belong on this list. The voice of Goku is just too... Uh, not, not annoying, but almost there, I guess. It's yeah. there's no there's no like it's not really it doesn't and I don't want to say this because it sounds like I'm disrespecting him and I'm not trying yeah. to but yeah, there's know. not as much there's not as much quote unquote and it's not the right word for it skill involved in like you killed my friend <laughs> <laughs> that's not much emphasis is, I guess. It's not it's like nuance, I guess. Nuance, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that yeah. crazy like powering up and screaming and punching yeah. and all of that, as there is to an emotional delivery of a character's emotion like of a character's feelings. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh watching Michael Bay's Transformers <laughs> versus watching <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> watching Transformers <laughs> and going over emotional dialogue um, and then watching fucking oh god I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of, of a show Titanic and Titanic. going over emotional dialogue um, <laughs> the dialogue that's there is very very different Yeah. Um, and I think one requires a lot more nuance and attention than the other does and again this is not to say that those voice actors aren't great at their craft it's not it's just to say that that show doesn't require as much of them in my opinion as something like cowboy bebop because while yes cowboy bebop it has action it has guns it has space battles there is a lot of emotional a lot of emotional situations in that show from drug abuse 
to suicide, to killing your loved, the person you love most in this world, to trying to rescue the person you love. There's a lot more emotion in that show that has to be portrayed through your voice that isn't in a show like Dragon Ball Z. So I think that there's definitely a lot of fanboy shit going on in this list. And <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. All right. We, all all love, right. We, we are way over time for what this list was supposed to fucking be. <laughs> I mean, it's a good discussion regardless, you know? It, it is. I, I wish we had another, like, two people here for this discussion. Yeah. I would love to have, like, two more Americans here or two more English speakers, native English speakers, mm-hmm. um, to, have, to take part in this discussion so it's not just this one random fucking American being like, no, I say it's all this. <laughs> no, I, I wish I had a second or third opinion. I'm not going to lie. I'm not the end-all, be-all in this topic. Um, so before anybody comes to me, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like, I have my own opinion. I know my opinion is not the end-all, be-all. I would love to hear someone else say something about this. If you want to be that voice, send us a message. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Chitake Podcast. Let us yep. know. If you have something to say or you want to refute what I'm saying or that you want to challenge one of us, please, I... I, <laughs> I implore you hit uh-huh. us up i would love to bring you on and then have you say your piece and then we can have a discussion about it i would i would absolutely love that so yeah, yeah. facebook instagram twitter shiitake podcast save it spelled on the on, on the the thing that you're looking at when you look this up let us know <laughs> you want to you, you want to say your opinion on something like this on any of our topics please we've had people in the past that have messaged me that have uh that have um had opinions uh, contrary to what I said, and we addressed them on the show. I read what yeah, they said. I said mm-hmm. I I agree or disagree. Um, if you want to come on and say what you feel, please by all means. I would love that. I would love yeah. that. Uh, that being said, I'm gonna end this conversation here. We have still right. got to talk about Senryu girl. <laughs> um. So yeah. That is that that was Ranker.com's <laughs> list of the 100 best dubbed anime of all time, and most of that shit did not belong anywhere near the top 20. So I mean, yeah, if you would like to look it up, I will put feet. the link as always in the description below the episode. All right. So let's move on. All right. That was one more topic that I thought I was going to do on that topic. And I do have to apologize, everyone. I am, if I sound a bit funny, I am a bit congested. Allergies out here are going crazy after all the rain we got here in California. So you got rain. God, every amazing. It's a miracle. It it, it rained. <laughs> it rained more. I believe. I believe from. I believe. I remember this right. California got more rain this winter than we've got in the last ten years. Wow. Like wow, every yeah. one of our dams and reservoirs are full. Holy. And the snowpack on top of our mountains hasn't even melted yet. Oh my. We went from severe drought in pretty much every part of the state to like, I believe every every section is now drought free minus like one or two. And even then they're like in the concerned stage, not even the drought stage. So with all oh that water that we got, and now mm-hmm. we're into our spring season with all the sunshine that we normally get. It looks like the fucking Garden of Eden out here. Just, <laughs> I have never seen so much green shit growing. I have not seen it since I was like 10. Okay. So, all right. I'm suffering. Saying something. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, you are suffering every like ten years. Well, it's okay. Well, no, no, no. I always have seasonal allergies. This is oh. just way worse than normal. I am on Claritin every day, and I am still congested and itchy eyes, like nonstop. Like I took my Claritin today. I am still congested. So yeah, I apologize if it sounds funny, but Mother Nature's doing her thing, and there's a damn thing I can do about it. So. All right, let's get into San Rio Girl. So this this show is just so full of fucking rat holes and side notes and shit. So this is why I don't do radio. <laughs> well, all right, yeah. What do you mean, well? Well, what? Yeah, I mean, it, it bound to happen, right? So we could understand. I don't know about you. I don't know about the radio where you're at, but no, they keep they keep this shit on tight. Like they, they, like you can't have one like a thirty second segue on like ninety percent of the sh- new, on like the radio shows you got out out here. So yeah, they they keep oh. this shit very tight. Um, okay. But, all right, so no more segues. Um, so synopsis for this week comes from MyMailList.net, uh, and this is for Sebri Girl. To the students of Kanai High School, Nanako Yukishiro is a pretty, calm, and cute sixteen-year-old. However, Nanako is no ordinary girl, and she cannot speak. Instead, Nanako communicates through Serenu, 17-syllable long poems. 16-year-old Eiji Busujima used to be a delinquent in his middle school years. However, he has since turned over a new leaf due to his newfound love of Serenu. Despite his menacing looks, Eiji gets along well with Nanako as a fellow member of the literature club. Even though Nanako is mute, the adorable pair have no problems communicating with each other. Senryu Shoujo is a light and relaxing story of two teenagers' daily lives. That is the synopsis for Senryu Girl from MyAnnulus.net. Let's hit up scores and slogans and dive into the show. Lamont, what you got? I will give it six and a half. And <laughs> my slogan for it is, if you cannot speak, just send you it up. Okay. Um, I'm giving the show a four, and my slogan is "Ahad and Son." Yeah, Ahad and Son. Ahad and Son. is not mute. Motherfucker. Okay. The premise of this show is a girl who has trouble communicating with people by talking. Not that the bitch yeah. can't talk. They never said she's mute. She yeah, chooses to do this because she has anxiety. From the synopsis, from the synopsis, they, they stated that she's mute. Mm. So she cannot speak. It doesn't say she's mute. There's a difference. And in the show, they do they do admit she can talk. She just yep. is afraid to. So she writes mm-hmm. Senri. She started doing it in like third or fourth grade. So it is a yeah. choice, which is fine. But to say it is not like Ahadensan, Ahadensan, we've seen her try to yell, and she can't yell louder than a certain voice level. So you That's still need to be, like, right up on it here. So I think it's a fair comparison. All right. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So Ahadensan did it better. So I guess... To watch this, we need to have like a certain understanding about um Japanese literature, I guess. Uh, I don't think so. 
I think knowing what a Senryu is is important, but mm -hmm. not much beyond. I think yeah, once we, I, have, if we understand this, then you're okay. Um, but we have a problem, though. I mean, Japanese language and English language is not the same. And when they are trying to pull this stuff up, like when they like do like a direct translation, it doesn't fit, right? Right, which is why I was lucky to. I was actually, it was actually better that I listened to this uh, sub than dubbed, because I still mm -hmm. got the tempo of yeah. the uh, of the Senryu, but I got the translation I needed to understand what the hell they were saying. Yeah. Um. So for 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 me to like appreciate the Senryu art, um, it's quite hard since um. I mean, I can understand Japanese quite a bit, but not all of them. I mean, uh, so usually I, I'm reading the subtitles, so it, it it goes all over the place, and there's too much to <laughs> um to really fully understand with the terms and stuff like Tenzoku and whatnot. So this is like like a gateway towards the japanese literature but for for a foreign um audience it is hard to really appreciate this kind of anime i guess because of the language barrier and yeah the differences in, in our language itself in my opinion uh I, I mean i wouldn't argue with that but i mean we didn't have i don't think we had this problem with rakugo uh, Rakugo is a different thing since um, Rakugo is just like a storytelling, right? Yeah, but let's let, but we have to be fair that storytelling doesn't always the, the style of storytelling doesn't always translate across language barriers. So, like uh -huh. even though even though the words are the same, it doesn't hit the same. But for for a poem like like traditional like senryu and haikus. They really rely on like Japanese syllables and um, their word structure to really like perform perfectly, and it doesn't really translate uh, into English like one to one. You know, I, like I have, I yeah. have to disagree though. In English, because we learned we learned how to do haikus in elementary school. Yeah. So, and that is a traditional Japanese form of poetry, and as mm. long as we match the syllable structure. The, the message and the emotion is conveyed the same. It's just about making sure that you match that syllable structure. I actually did not time this to see if the translation hit the same syllable structure. It very well could have. And then you wouldn't lose anything because you're still following the same structure that they have given you. And that 17 syllable structure and the three line stance. Um, so I don't I don't think that I don't think that it that is as much of a barrier as you think it is. Uh, all right. So let me give you an example. I mean, yes, you can perform haikus and uh, send you in English. Um, no problem because yeah, you still have like syllables and stuff. But when you try to translate uh, the Japanese send you to to English, it doesn't really match. For example, right. Watashi, right? Watashi means I in English. Um, 
So Watashi has like three syllables, while um, I only use one syllables in English. So that is a problem, man. Right, but we're not. But you're assuming that they're taking this as a strict one-to-one translation. Yeah, Generally yeah, yeah. speaking, when you're translating something from Japanese to English or from one language to another in any circumstance, you are actually mm-hmm. accounting for the change in grammatical issue, or in this case, the change in syllable. So, like, if yeah. I sing a song, and we've talked about this before, when I try to sing a Japanese song, I can't sing Japanese. Because my brain can't translate the words correctly. It's a whole fucked up thing I do. Because my mm-hmm. syllables are wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, the way the pronunciation and stuff is also different in English as well. So, But that's the thing, though. Because when... So when I sing... Well, so if I'm singing a song in English, and it's... Uh, I'm thinking of a song. Um, fuck. Uh, of course, now I have to think of a song. I can't think of a song. Um, yeah, that that is ingrained yeah. in my brain as a core memory. We're not using yeah. that. <laughs> We're not using that. Okay. I used to sleep to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I would every anime fan or every '90s kid who watched Crunchy Network and Toonami has that ingrained in their brain because we would fall asleep <laughs> watching something else. Even Yasha would come on at two in the goddamn morning, and we would hear that song every single night. Um, <laughs> up to the point. Uh, so, um, Ed Sheeran, um, we'll use uh, uh, Shape of You. Uh, it goes, the club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. It's literally, you can follow the beat of the song to match the beat of the lyrics. You basically mm-hmm. you form the you form the lyrics into the melody of the song. When it comes to Japanese, it's done differently because moving what I have when I as a non-native speaker have to read the words and then fold those words into the beat of the song or the melody of the song. I am not it's not as easy to do. Now, if I was someone who worked as a translator who had a greater grasp on the language, what I would do. And this is what I've seen other um, other musical artists who are bilingual. What they do is they take the words, the meaning of the song, they rewrite the lyrics in the secondary language to give the same meaning, but to match with the melody of the song they're singing. They don't do a direct translation. So with this kind of thing, with this kind of poetry, you could say that they're going to say, instead of going... C spot run because if I translated that into Japanese, it would be run C spot, I believe. Um, yeah, my, my Japanese grammar has, is 20 something, is almost 20 years old. Don't come at me. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for to the, to um, the teacher who taught you that. No, 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 we're not, we are not thanking Sensei, uh, Sensei Stewart. We are not thanking Sensei Stewart. Okay, Sensei Stewart, you <laughs> fucked up. Okay. You <laughs> fucked up a whole generation of fucking people who want to learn Japanese. You ain't getting no thanks in this. Huh. You ain't doing that shit. Um, absolutely not. I have so many teachers I give so much praise to. Not Sensei Stewart. Um, so instead of doing that, you would change the words to give the same meaning that you needed. So to better match the syllable. So, so, so we have Watashi. Which is watashi, which is three syllables, and I yeah. in English, which would be one syllable. 
Well, I would do that. I would go, watashi, and then I, the next word, would make up all the deficit in syllables. So if we're doing, um, we'll say, I love Japanese, it's um, watashi, ai, I believe. So that's no, five syllables. That is wrong. <laughs> What is love? In, no, I'm ninety percent sure love in Japanese is I. Yes, but the way you use it is wrong. <laughs> I'm not going for grammatical accuracy. Well, I'm using little. I'm literally just using the word as a baseline word. All right. <laughs> I'm not going for grammatical accuracy here. Okay, we're going. For, I'm literally using this just for the syllables. You, you won't fight today. Oh, fight today because you're pulling some bullshit. You're trying to annoy me today. No, no, I'm not pulling some bullshit, but yeah, I know what you are getting at, but yeah, I'm just. Yeah. Right. So we're at, we're at um, I don't remember if it's IE or just IE. Um, so we're looking at four or five syllables. So that means oh, in the syllables. next sentence, four syllables. So that means I'm at a three syllable deficit for when I do it down here. Love is two syllables in English. So I no love, love is just one. Love. love is just one syllables. We are not saying it love. Love, love is one syllables. No, okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so stupid bullshit in English, which we've already discussed many times, is the fact yeah. that when you have a, when you're doing syllables, it's supposed to be on the next hard consonant. The yeah. is a hard concept, but in some in some words, it's not a separate syllable. So yeah, mm. Mm. and this yeah, English, English is hard. Yeah, speakers. <laughs> it it may be like English have two bullshit. syllables, but it pronounced like just one syllable. Love, right? Right. It's still stupid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's your language, not mine. No, it's not my language. It is a language that we have stolen from myriads of people over time. We literally hang out in a dark alley and speak people over the head and steal their grammar. That's how English works. So no, it is not my language, okay? This is a horrible amalgamation of a freaking Frankenstein of a language. Like, oh, we're just going to take this word and make it fucking fit. Yeah. So, like I said, the, the, the structure is, yeah. All over the place. The the it is hard to convey, but you can try to to put it in the same well, meaning, no, like like no, you said. You're missing. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. Mm -hmm. I am terrible at this because I'm doing this on the fly. Okay. All right. This is not made for a good podcast, except for the party. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> That's how we but, roll. But rewriting this, as someone who would be as someone who would be much better at this as a translator, or a poet, or a speaker of both languages naturally. When you change the, when you say, okay, I need to match this syllabic structure, I can't use these words to match this syllabic structure. What words can I use to substitute that will give me the same meaning but fit into the structure? And then it's just a matter of going through a goddamn thesaurus until you find the right word. Because I can tell you right now, there's a few hundred words to match most other words in the English language. So it wouldn't be that it's not that hard to do. It's just a matter of actually doing the work. And like I said, I've heard uh, there was a there was a songwriter, not a songwriter, he was a singer in uh, Spanish, and he would take 
English songs and convert them to Spanish and say what the words meant in Spanish that he had to do to change to match the syllabic structure of the song. Sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't, because yeah. you're still trying to convey a certain thing. And of course, there's also uh, slang and just cultural differences to take into effect when you're translating a song, because what what is it? Uh, there's a there's a song. okay. One of the I don't know if this is actually a song or not, but every fucking white person in America knows this, and every oh every American knows this damn song. It's called La Cucaracha, right? All we know is La Cucaracha. No one thinks about the fact that La Cucaracha just means the cockroach. <laughs> oh, that, that is what it means. Cockroach is the cockroach. All yeah. right, now it makes so, sense. Yeah, kakuracha. Oh, right. So when they do songs and they translate them out of their native language, it makes no fucking sense. It's like, yeah, huh? Go cruise, but it makes go sense cruise. in the language because there's 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 uh there's cultural context that goes into effect. So yeah. if you can do it with something like that, using it simply with a syllabic structure to convert it from this structure, here's what I'm trying to say. Find words that match this structure that convey the same meaning. It doesn't need to be the same words. It is a much easier process than trying to convert an entire song into another language. Like, <laughs> I feel sorry for Disney when they have to release a movie and they have to sing fucking How Far I'll Go in another language, and it just does not hit, because it's like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense, because the cultural difference does, isn't there. I mean, it is the same like, for, for, for this show as well. It is a poem, and a poem consists of like, yeah, syllables and stuff, and it, it also consists of like, rhythms, right? So, Okay, so you're talking about you're talking about the rhyming words that if we're doing a yes, song rhyming, or a yeah, poem where yeah. I ask for rhymes. Yeah. God, I've Even never heard that, 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 that exists. Well, yeah, in, in poems that exist, but it's yeah. also still doable in another language, finding words that allow for that while also giving you again conveying the same meaning. You can try that. Sometimes you are lucky and it is uh, it sounds similar and it is like the same rhyme at the end of it. Sometimes it just d- d- doesn't belong there, you know. So, yeah, like to to fully appreciate this kind of um, literature, like poem, like poetic kind of um, media, it is hard, you know. It is hard to appreciate as a foreign audience, I guess. No, I, I honestly, I have to disagree. I have to completely disagree because I think all that is important is the conveyance of what you're trying to say while being true to the syllabic structure. Because mm-hmm. that's all we're trying to do here is if we say the beautiful roses are red and then we're going to convert that into another language, you just have to match, uh, let's see, the beautiful roses are red. That's what eight syllables. No, the beautiful five are red. Beautiful roses are beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful, not beautiful. Beautiful. 
Beautiful is three syllables. Um, so that's eight B-U. syllables total. No, B U is not is not a, B is not a syllable. So sorry, it's B. Motherfucker. Beautiful. Beautiful. See? Four. See, and this is English why is you, you we've had this we've had this discussion before about you say oh, my English isn't that good. Fucker, you yeah. make me question my own ability to speak the language I've been speaking since I was like two. <laughs> I am 37 I years mean, old this year, and you're making me question I myself. I learned English. It is three syllables. I learned this thing. Uh, but you grow speaking this this language, you know? I learned to speak right. it. I understand that. So when you can make me question my shit, you're fucking fluent, okay? But beautiful is three syllables. Beautiful. Remember I told you it's on the hard consonant. Beautiful. So B-T-F. Beautiful. That's why I said love doesn't make sense because but should be a hard consonant, but it's not. They don't count in in this regard, so whatever. Beautiful is three syllables. So we're looking at an eight-syllable structure. Now I forgot what the fuck the sentence was. What I said, the beautiful roses are red. All right. So you need to match an eight-syllable structure that convey roses, beautiful, and red. Those are the those are the three words that are the meat of the of the the topic. Mm-hmm. The other words are filler. The is to, is identifying the subject. R is the what is it the no no verb conjunction. The conjunction. Yeah, conjunction. You're not gonna fucking get me on actual grammar questions because fuck English. We talked about this. <laughs> um, you have R, which might be conjunction, and I gotta go watch uh, Schoolhouse Rocks again. Conjunction, junction. <laughs> Shout out to Schoolhouse Rocks for teaching me the little shit that I do know. Um, uh, oh, are red. Beautiful roses are red. Yeah, so the and are are your filler words. So you may or may not even need those depending on your language structure. So all you're really trying to convey are roses, beautiful, and red. So if you can fill in eight syllables with those with those three core ideas, You've already been translated the meaning of the poem into the same syllabic structure. That's all it is. So it is fully possible to convey the same meaning and emotion in this art form in another language if you can adhere to the rules and follow a, follow find the words that match the important bits of the actual poem. It's how we. Yeah. It's the same way you translated Shakespeare from English to every other language on the fucking planet because Shakespeare mm-hmm. is done. An iambic pentameter, which is a syllabic structure similar to Senryu and Haiku. But people don't think about it. People just don't realize it. Yeah, I mean, Shakespeare poem, like Sonnet 18, is just different form of poem. So it's well, no, a different. No, said, so type. Shakespeare's thing is it's, it's a different type of poem. It's called iambic yeah. pentameter. That's what Shakespeare yeah. used. It is a liner yeah. verse with five metrical feet, each consisting mm-hmm. of one short or unstressed syllable, followed by one long or stressed syllable. For example, two households, both alike in dignity. That is iambic pentameter. So two households, both alike in dignity. If you can translate Shakespeare and his iambic pentameter, pentameter to Japanese, 
and use the and find words that convey the same meaning of Shakespeare, because obviously you want the meaning of Shakespeare, because otherwise, why is it, why are you using Shakespeare? You can then you can do that in reverse with senryu or haiku or any other form of poetry. It's just about finding the right words and fitting them into the actual syllabic structure. Yeah. So this is not I guess a conversation we should be having yeah. on an anime podcast. <laughs> yeah, in conclusion here, it is doable, um, but it's going to take some effort, right? To make it... Absolutely, um, yeah. I'm not saying there's no effort involved. There's going to be effort, but it can be done. But, I mean, for us who's enjoying this anime, it's kind of like um, some some sort of a, an experience. Yeah, this is the least I'm, I, I'm learning this something through, through this show. I learned about Sendu and stuff. But yeah, I learned a brand new form of, I learned a brand new form I, of poetry. I love that. But that doesn't fix this show. Let's talk <laughs> about the show. Let's talk about the show. <laughs> We've been talking way too long about grammar and poetry and nothing about this fucking show. Like, God damn it. What the fuck? Okay. Because I like I went into this with open with an open mind because I'm like, because we, we picked this off the list from that list that we did a few weeks ago. Yeah, see And I was like, fine, let's see what the show's got. I hate this show. Okay. Thank you God me. this show only has a 10 minute runtime. Yes. Thank God it only has a 10 minute runtime. Even they realize if we make this bitch a full 30 minutes, a full 20 minutes, they're gonna kill us. Like no one will watch this show ever. They realized how bad the show was, and they said, no, we got to keep it short. I mean, as if now, I don't think that uh, anybody will watch this show. You know, it is so, I will not call it underrated. It is so not It's not bad, underrated. But... It's rated perfectly. No one's talking. Like, yeah, it's not it's a terrible rated show. Fully, it's rated poorly, yes. It's rated poorly, yeah. The concept, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 it deserves its rating. The concept is not bad. The concept. Yeah. The problem mm. is, is that the character. I don't give a fuck about these characters. <laughs> I don't give a damn about none of the characters. Okay. I mean, if you all, all I know, it, it is just stuff. a rom com. You know, rom com is a slice of life. It is, uh, but it's a rom com with, with with decisions made that don't make sense. Nanako only speaks in Senryu. Why? Yeah. Uh huh. You don't know. Yeah. We so don't know. what? So you can tell me this bitch just don't want to talk to nobody for no reason. That is I mean, an undeveloped character. We can assume from the last episode alone that, yeah, maybe she has trauma or something. No, the, the last episode, all they tell us is that he met her at, a, at a, an event where they were teaching Senri. That's yeah. it. It, and it gives no explanation because she started using Senryu to talk. I believe they said in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So it's way before she ever met Enji. So yeah. we have no idea why she uses Senryu to talk. So I can't really give a fuck as to why she uses it to talk. It's just annoying. Then you meet the other girl in the same school who only draws to talk because we needed that as a character when you already have one girl who don't talk. At least she was funny. <laughs> you have Enji. The reformed bad boy who everybody looks at is, oh no, he's gonna fuck me up. Well, you don't look like you've ever been in a fight in your life. 
There's not a scar on him. He's got no cuts on his face, nothing. He does not strike me as the typical bad boy character. Like I mean, the character is an artistic choice. Yeah, we, we can blame it on the uh, character design. Yes. They right, but this is an anime. Characters in here, like a very cutesy character, you know. Right, but this is an anime. This is a visual medium. How you decide to design your characters conveys who the characters are. Mm-hmm. If I tell you this is the baddest dude on the planet, he's never lost a fight. You think I'm gonna draw him with spiky hair and just a clean face in a school uniform and be like, yeah, that's the baddest dude around? No, there's a reason that every time you have a character who's a, who is a fighter or who is a thug, which they constantly call him, um, for no fucking reason. I mean, to be fair, this is this character is only like what, thirteen, fourteen years old. Right? How you gonna label a thirteen-year-old a thug? <laughs> His balls ain't even dropped. He got no pubic hair. Yeah, he can't yeah. be a thug at thirteen. But these are the these are the dialogue choices and the artistic choices they made in this show. So mm. they affect how the show looks and appears to the audience. Yes, I agree. I don't care about the characters. I don't the, the artistic choices on their design make no sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Senryu, you like I'm I'm, I'm not going to judge the Senryu you because I am not a person who is an expert on Senryu. I do not have the right to judge. It did not sound interesting to me, but that's a, that's a me problem for this in this particular situation. I'm not going to judge them on that. But <laughs> the entire show, like the first like five or six episodes, it just it, it was not like I didn't give a fuck what happened. None of it was interesting. And then you have the girl who's a year old, year or two older than Edgy, who really wants Edgy, but won't make a move on him, and then actively supports Nanako getting edgy. Yeah. And then you have a, the, the club president playing matchmaker with the creepy-ass shades on. There's a random mm. fortune-teller psychic in here for some reason. <laughs> it just showed up out of nowhere. Hey, it's it, just like, she doesn't show up like, from out of nowhere, episode. but yeah, still. Because until we got to like episode seven or eight, like the show was just fucking just a just just a jumble of nothing. Then we got to episode seven or eight, and then we started to see some story develop, and it got a little better. But yeah, yeah for the most part, this, this is just a whole. This is just a nothing burger. Like nothing's important. Nothing matters. You can take out entire episodes, and it doesn't affect the story. Yes, of course. Um, but for me, um, it is just a simple. It is just a simple show. It's a really positive show, um, like just showing like the literature and the um, relationship between like people who can communicate and people who can communicate. They can make a relationship out of them too as well. Um, j- j- just a really like positive um, rom-com show, and it, it's very short too. So th- there's nothing going on. Um, uh, really serious in here. It's all about uh, some comedy and some literature, in my opinion. Um, it is not a bad watch per se. Um, like I said, I, I learned something new out of it. Um, and I also enjoy some of the characters in here. Um, some of the comedy make, makes me giggle. Um, sometimes. 
Um, it's just okay. It, it is not a negative. Um, there's nothing negative about the show, in my opinion. There's no negative aspect about it. Um, there's no bullying or something like that. It's just a really positive and just happy-go-lucky show, in my opinion. No, you're absolutely right. It's a great, light-hearted show. Mm. But for me, and you you are you are a hypocrite sometimes, my friend. You are a hypocrite sometimes because you always say, "I'm all about the story. I'm all about the story. I'm all about the story." When there ain't no goddamn yes, story, it's I like, it's a nice story. Right. The last episode, but, like, but I have make, make, the, show, the whole story like feel solid. Story for two points, huh? The last episode ma- makes sir? the whole story like really solid, in my opinion. How? How? It just shows you, how, 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 how the encounter the of the two of them. Yeah. All it does is show. All it does is show their first meeting. That's it. Yeah. That's not. A, that's not a story. Story has a beginning, middle, and an end. There was no beginning, middle, and end. There was a middle that you could have. End of beginning. It's like doesn't matter. It does not matter. <laughs> and, and then you had a beginning. Yeah. But when we and watch a show. And yet. But we have a show, right? But when we have a show that doesn't give you a satisfying ending to the season, you're like, no, 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 no. I'm all about the story. The story wasn't there this time. But when this show literally does not have a story, you're like, it's fine. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I give like a really um, admirable score, I guess. <laughs> In the show, you gave it above average score, dude. You gave it a six yeah, and above a half. That's above yeah, like I said, it, it is not a bad watch, and I learned something new out of it, and I enjoy the, the story as it is. There is a story, yeah. though, right? Learning something, this girl no, can, cannot no. communicate, the and she's is, trying something new. She's and not trying something new, she's been doing this since fourth grade. That's not new. <laughs> I mean, it, it is something new to her, and and while while she's doing it, she managed to find someone who really like uh, into the same thing as she does, and she starts to fall in love with, with him. You know, it is a story, though. right? Guy likes girl, or girl likes guy, is the mm-hmm. only part of the story. There is no continuation. There's no serialization of the story. If you take yeah. anything that happened in this story and move it around, nothing changes. If you take anything in the story and remove out, if we, it's just 12 episodes. If I cut out six episodes randomly and threw them away, the only one that would matter, or the only two that would matter, are the introduction of the girl who can't talk but writes and the psychic. Yep. If I leave those two episodes alone, I could take any other episode in this season throw it away, and nothing changes. That's not I mean, a You need story. to bring in the, the other love interest as well. Though. You cannot leave that part out. Fine. I don't remember if that was the same episode as one of the girls. Other girls showed up, so we'll say three episodes. So, yeah. if, I can, if I only need to keep a fourth of this show, which in this case is nine out of twelve episodes... That are only 12 minutes long, including opening and credits. And I could throw away nine of those episodes. That is not a cohesive story. Yeah, that I is agree. a random jumble of events that don't mm-hmm. necessarily mean anything. 
yeah you can literally like throw throw out like half of them out but it, it is what it is. it is random i agree that there's not much story um to begin with but um i do enjoy the, the story i mean even though there, there is a lack of it you know there is a story that there, there's not like there's nothing here you know something like that this is not like like a, like a comedy anime where every episode is just different and they, they are not continuing it from the last episode something like that there is something in here even though like you feel like there's pretty much nothing in my opinion okay i, I think this is a question that i i want to have i want to have more people decide on mm. if a story does not have a connection between one episode and the next at all mm-hmm. is that a cohesive story is that a cohesive story because we are always taught a story is linear okay yeah. the story yeah. goes from a to b to c that yeah. is how a story is told even if you move things around and you put c before a and you go b so you go well, c before a, you go a b sorry but C before A, C-B-A, you go A, yeah. B, yeah, you know what I'm saying. C-A-B, C-A-B, yes. Back. Yeah, yeah C-A-B. So you, you start off at C, and you're like, well, how do we get here? And then you go A, B, and then it leads you back to C and what already happened. You're like, oh, okay. That's still a linear storyline. Mm-hmm. If, if something does not have a linear storyline or a connection even between individual parts of the story, is it an actual story? That For me, I, I gotta say no. For me, it's not a story. Because if I can get rid of the majority of your story, not the majority, if I can get rid of all but three episodes of 12 and just completely ditch them, it's not a story. For me, there's just there's, there's not enough here for me to say this is a story. This is something I can follow. Because even in sitcoms, even in sitcoms on TV, there is a connection between episodes. Not every episode has one. But if I look at Big Bang Theory, and I watch the show, and I watch that show from beginning to end, I can't cut out three quarters of the show and still have a cohesive storyline. I can't do that with any show. Maybe, no, I'm trying to think even cartoons. Because even cartoons have connections between episodes. Um, some I cartoons. I, don't know. I expect some, yeah, some. But I, I expect yeah. more from a show like this where they're trying to establish an emotional connection to the characters and their love interest. And yeah, they, I mean, so they, me, do, I, they do a, make like like a character development here and there. That that is why we don't feel like it, it, the story doesn't grow anywhere, right? Because well, no, I, don't, made, like, I don't develop because I don't know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like they have like some development in um, every episode in there, but just a little bit, you know, to spice things up. Like whenever like um, there's a new love interest coming, like, and Nanako feels, feels like like jealousy or something. And whenever like this, um, uh, what do you say that when they they learn uh, like a new way of upsetting you, and then 
there's something happen in between there and that makes them like really close to it so that is a development too but it is not um in in, in linear fashion it's just in, in a random order that is why that you feel like there's no story to begin with in there because for the first like three or four episodes in in the show you just don't give a damn fuck about it no because even if even if you're looking at character development in their emotional state in the um in their development in writing senryu none of it plays any importance in the later parts of the story that's why it, that's why it doesn't matter is because if if you made an emotional connection say oh i learned on this day on episode three that she loves like, yellow roses and then mm-hmm. in episode seven she he does something stupid and to make up for it, he surprises her with yellow roses. There is a connection point between the two episodes that if you didn't have one, the other wouldn't make sense. There is no such connection in this show other than the three where the other characters are introduced because they play roles later on. Um, that being said, none of the show made me gave me an emotional connection to the characters. Like, there was nothing, we know nothing about Eiji's past. We just know he yeah. was a thug. And mm-hmm. everyone calls him a thug. But it's like, how does everybody know he was a thug? They didn't even go to the same like elementary school. Yeah, they're not, yeah. They're so just judging him by, by his appearances, I guess. But he doesn't have the appearance of a thug. <laughs> yeah, that is the character design um, fault. <laughs> See, but this is but this is my point. You can't make these arbitrary ass decisions about a character's appearance, about the way the story is going to be told, and still expect people to understand that this character is supposed to be as such, or that there's supposed to be an emotional connection for you, the, the viewer, to these characters. Because when they don't do shit that matters, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about the characters or what happens to them, because nothing matters in the show. I have to but, see the progression of a character from beginning to end for me to grow emotionally attached to a character. If there is no emotional growth within a character from the beginning of the story to the end of the story, I've got nothing to emotionally attach to. So, at the end of the story, I'm just like, y'all could have got shot in the last episode, now what about in an eyelash? <laughs> yeah, but I, I think th- th- there's one uh, particular, like, um character development that makes the story kind of linear. Um, Nanako's dad. <laughs> uh, no, because he's just random all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's quite nearly uh, how Nanako's like start to acting like pretty weird and start to like distance herself towards the family, I guess, quite a bit. He's, no, she's not even distancing herself towards the family. The father is just no, no, no. perceiving yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, perceiving, yes. Like, that, he that said, is oh, the she's right ignoring me. No, she just yeah. woke up and has headphones on. So she couldn't hear you <laughs> or she wasn't able, she wasn't paying attention to the fact that you were there. It's all yeah. perceived random shit in his head, which again, yeah. if it was done out of order, would still have played out the same. <laughs> yeah, let's this see. is why the storyline matter. Yeah, I know, I know. But it is a still a story. Um, 
I I think the the focus of the show is just comedy and senu somehow. Um, yeah, not what, really what, into the, I, the roman, am, romantic am, uh, part. What was but, that dumpster fire he picked like a year ago? I'm wow, I am dumpster fire that I picked. I'm talking about it. <laughs> I, I, I am Sakamoto sure. had a, a storyline too. Doesn't mean it was any fucking good. <laughs> Sakamoto is good. What do you mean by that? Sakamoto is garbage. You know. I don't care what I, people. Are we really going to judge this on what people think? Yeah, sure. I, I will I will bring down the wrath upon myself and say it. People thought Twilight was good, too. What's your point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. I, 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 I have no say on that one. All right. You win. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you win. When you brought up Twilight, I, I cannot win, man, against you. Twilight is bad. <laughs> all right so I, i've said my point you have said your point i i think overall oh, yeah. the, the the whole show is okay um it is not a bad watch like i said it's a good comedy um not not that great but since it, it is short you can just turn off your brain and enjoy the show i, I love how they put like the facial expression in um every characters i, I think it, it fits the, the emotion that they, that they are trying to portray um especially um, in nanako's face they really make that expression like uh, portray her um, emotion really well in my opinion um i will give you points that, for that i will give you points for yeah. that yeah it is just a simple drawing um not much uh, to be had there but it works it works um the senior part um I need to learn more about Japanese language to really appreciate them, in my opinion. But I learned something new out of it. Um, yeah, I I don't regret um watching this show at all. Shannon? Uh, I regret watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not really, not really. I, I would have rather watched something else. But it's not like I I would actively go out and seek vengeance against the creator for stealing my life um <laughs> you give it a four I, I all right it is not that bad i give it a four Just it's not a dumpster it. fire yeah. yeah i i think that definitely um raharin son did it better yes and I, the, uh, like, they just didn't give you enough to care about in the show like i didn't the, the show was not developing yeah it's a short show to begin with they are running out of time. I got and, more and, no, 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 no. I've got more development as Pharaoh Hotel in 30-second episodes, 60-second episodes than I did from this in 10 minutes. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Maybe, yeah, since it is most likely, like, mostly slice of life thing, maybe you are not into it as much, I guess. You know, I didn't even blame the slice of life aspect on it because I didn't get bored of the slice of life because it's only 10 minutes. So the slice yeah. of life aspect didn't affect me. It was mostly just the story part. Maybe just the random bit doesn't sit right with you, I guess. Pretty much. I like storylines that actually have a story. Yeah, I mean, they have the story, but they didn't go into it, like, really deep into it. You know, they are just scratching the surface, in my opinion. Um, all right. Do you have any memorable scene in there? 
probably when the dad was about to beat his ass for a miscommunication <laughs> about um, what is it? What his intentions were, or where he sees himself with his daughter, or some shit like that. Where he basically said the equivalent of like we've already gone to third base or something. Oh so yeah, the dad was ready to jump up and rip off his robe and just start whooping <laughs> his ass. Like, I gave him props. That was funny. <laughs> Are you a B, A, B, C, or D? Uh, I'm a C. <laughs> it literally means something else. And this dad thought that they have been like going to the third base already. <laughs> I mean, everything about the dad part is just... <laughs> this kind of dad is just so... Cannot, cannot like what? Move on from, from being like a really protective dad, I guess? When you have when you have a daughter, you can't help but be protected from all the assholes in the world, because you have to remember you remember how you were as a young man, and you're like, you can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, sometimes you forget about that, right? Sometimes you just forget about it. Oh, no. maybe you just you you already know about the world enough that and anyone in this world cannot be trusted maybe maybe that sorts of things just came to you whenever you grow old and you have like a big uh, daughter to raise i guess yeah no I, no trust me with my with my daughter i'm already like i know men can't be trusted men are fucking horrible <laughs> <laughs> because you are a man and you know yeah at at, at certain age you are just yeah yeah you're not enough. like i was no. i was what i was less so uh, because of my, my shy nature when I was younger but my older brother oh god no like so even knowing like even if you weren't that bad growing up you need someone who was that bad and it's like yeah oh I know <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not going like, into my territory man <laughs> yeah it's bound to happen to you um, sooner or later man so yeah be prepared for, for that one <laughs> I got I got plenty of knives hidden away for those for those, for those occasions. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, people are already afraid of you, um, it, yeah, <laughs> even they, they want to or not. So that that is a bonus, man. That is a bonus. Um, one of the scenes usually. <laughs> yeah, um, a couple other scenes in the show is when the um. When they they go to the festival, I think the whole thing about it is really sweet. Um, and and the last episode of the show, um, the first meeting, uh, between them, I think that is um really sweet as well. That that really shows that how dedicated um Nanako is towards this guy. You know, it's not uh, some random bullshit like, um, okay, um, I will stick with this guy or something like that. No, um, she's really dedicated to like be with this guy or try to make a relationship with this guy you know it's like a, a love at first sight something like that yeah it really sweet yeah it's kind of relatable in it a way it to, to some people you know yeah. all right um characters any favorite characters man uh, what's her, I can't remember her name. It's the one who draws. Oh, the, 
that girl who cannot <laughs> who cannot talk, talk as well. Yeah, yes. that girl who's trying to like return a notebook to AG, <laughs> and yes, and she yeah. like stalks him on accident. <laughs> yeah, she's stalking. We're gonna have to keep this right now. All right. Um, for me, is, uh, it, you know, yeah. Um, for me, it is the um, AG's uh, childhood friend, the older sister. I I like that guy too, man. Oh, even um, though. Uh, Kotone? Kotone. Yeah. Kotone. Even though it is a simple like character design and art style, they managed to make that, that character like a little bit sexy and <laughs> and a little bit erotic, in my opinion. They managed to, to do that yeah. in this in this show. And I have to give props to that. Not... And also they, they have like a, a fan service also for this show. Even <laughs> though Yeah, they had the whole episode. Wow, they managed to fit in like a, like a fan service in there. Wow. <laughs> oh my, oh my. Um, I, I don't think that I, I have any characters that I hate in here. Um, may, maybe Nanako's dad because um he's a bit annoying. But since I know um what he's going through, I cannot blame him for that one. Um, how about you, Shannon? Uh, characters that I dislike would probably be the club president. Why? She's just kind of annoying. She's just kind of annoying. Not yeah. like I hate her, but like I just don't like her. <laughs> I mean, in a way, she's trying to be cool, <laughs> but um, in another way, she's just a klutz, uh, you know. <laughs> oh my. Um, all right. So in conclusion, um, it is hard to recommend to other people because it involves literature and Japanese um, poetry and stuff. But if you do encounter them um, and you don't have anything else to watch, give it a try. Um, I don't think that you will regret it. Um, it is not a bad watch, in my opinion. How about you, Shane? Uh, I recognize. Uh, I'm not recommending this to anyone. Um, absolutely not. <laughs> oof, oof, um, big some oof. people may like it. It's yeah. I would never get a recommendation from me. I, I just can't. All right, all right. That's your third word. Question. <laughs> all right. Um, with that being said, that is the end of our review of Send Your Girl. Um, if you have any comment or suggestion regarding this show or any of your show, you can always hit us up on the interweb. Where can people find us on the interweb, Shannon? You can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Chitake Podcast, as well as uh, dropping us an email at chitakepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, um, if you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a follow, and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on. So for our Fang FM, what are we going to watch next? So next week, we are going to be going back and revisiting a season two for one of our favorite shows so far, and that is Bofari. I maxed out. I didn't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defense. Yeah, this one again. We did a review of this like one and a half years ago. Yeah, it is that long. Is it that long <laughs> Yeah. We released the episode on like October of 21. So, yeah. <laughs> It's been that long, man. 
<laughs> Time running fast. Yep. <laughs> we are getting old and yeah. It is harsh reality we live in. So we will watch that one. Um stay tuned for that next week. Um uh, so let's end the podcast like usual, I guess. Uh I don't have any other senu to give you, but even though you cannot speak or you cannot communicate with other people, try try some other alternative. Maybe someone out there will try to communicate back with you. So don't be afraid of that. Uh, just reach out and you, you'll be fine. Didn't say please don't die. Okay. Change the thing up on me. I'm not prepared. Uh, you know, <laughs> even for a girl who can't talk, when you go to the pool, when you find new bathing suits, it's still time for Opie. Oh, it's this. There's a lot of time of, of Opa in there, man. Like, like Kotone. Have like oh, some... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Let's see. We now, Shannon. Um, Stucky. Stucky. Okay.